This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Uh, hey, everyone. This is Doc Norton. Glad to be on the podcast. You know, a little bit about me. I've been in software for 30, 35 years now. I picked up Agile through XP in 99 and have been an avid practitioner ever since. Spent most of my career as a manager, director, CTO in uh, corporations in the Midwest in the last 10 years. I have been consulting at various organizations around the world. This is the continuing episode of a series with Doc Norton about his book, Escape Velocity. Doc, go ahead and just list out what some of these anti-patterns are, just so people have in their heads the the types of anti-patterns they'll learn about when they read this. All right. So some of the anti-patterns, we talked about demand for higher velocity. One of the things I've seen a lot of organizations is cross-team velocity comparisons. This idea that you can compare one team to another, and that usually leads to you know pretty pretty poor behavior in, in the environment and, and doesn't add any value. Just don't do it, right? A common uh, solution to the problem, and I, I, you know, it, people can't see that I'm air quoting, but I certainly am. Uh, the co- the co- a common solution to the problem that uh, cross-team velocity comparisons don't work is to centralize estimation into estimation teams. So we're going to take all of our our leads or our anchors or our you know seniors or whatever you want to call it, and they're going to estimate all your work for you. That way, we have standard estimations. No bueno. Still, still, this doesn't work, right? Now teams are beholden to estimates that they didn't even, you know, have a part of, and et cetera. I mean, you're solving the wrong problem anyway. Some organizations, estimations really still being done in time, um, and you and I kind of talked through that a, a, a little bit. That's another one. And then there's this common idea of comparing your estimates to your actuals. So, but talk, here we have this. We want them to get better. <laughs> we want them to get to only the actuals. We don't want estimates anymore. <laughs> you can't take right, that away from right. us. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a bright yeah. future so out there. So we'll get there if we keep <laughs> comparing our estimates to actuals. We will learn how to do actuals we'll only. Learn. Yeah, we'll get there. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, so the, the, the common analogy that I use there is if we simplified software development, it's 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 you know it's not authoring, it's not building something. We're actually solving problems. So a simple analogy of solving problems would be a Sudoku. And for any of us that have done enough. Sudoku, the books usually come with like easy, medium, and difficult, right? And over time, you begin to learn that like, oh, I can do an easy in about five minutes. I can do a medium in about 10, and I can do a difficult in about 15, right? So if you start a medium puzzle and you finish it in four and a half minutes, was it an easy puzzle? Uh, relatively, I have to go back to relative estimation at this point. I, if I can always do easy ones at the same time, I guess they're all easy. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing with this is medium difficulty is based on the number of pre-filled squares and the inferences between those. Right? There's a way to know that it's medium. Oh, okay. The fact that you finished it a little bit sooner uh... than most of the mediums doesn't make it a not medium. 
Oh, it was okay. still medium difficulty. You managed to see something. You had some insight. The same thing, if you picked up an easy and it took you 20 minutes for some reason, you missed an inference. You, 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 know, you made a small mistake somewhere that you didn't catch until later. That doesn't suddenly make that problem uh, a difficult problem. It was an easy one. But, you know, there, so just this, this notion that somehow we can say, well, we thought it was a three, but it took us a little bit longer, so it must have been a five. Well, uh, What? You're estimating the unknown in, you know, difficulty or complexity or whatever, you know, word you decided points now mean. So th this this comparison just it, it doesn't lead to, to, to value for us. Um, but that also in my experience in the in the, you know, the stuff that I've run, estimates don't lead to value for us. The, the numbers don't. So, yeah. And then the last one that will come is this notion of individual velocity. And I see this and I hear this. Well, yeah, but, but how much how much velocity did that person get? Um, and you are that is absolutely positively incentivizing the team not to collaborate yeah. or work together. Right? I'm still if shocked this happens. Is this, is this really a thing, Doc? It, it really is a thing. It really is a thing. Yeah. But if you've got a lead that's got higher velocity than anybody else on the team, then they're not doing their damn job. Because what they should be doing is mentoring and helping the other members of the team, which would mean that those folks get the velocity credit if you're doing this ridiculousness. So yeah, measuring individual velocity is 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 uh, is is go just going to lead to to bad behavior on the team as far as collaboration goes. Are you a basketball fan, Doc? NBA. I'm going with. Uh, so. Um, uh, no, but I'm, I'm willing to hear what you have. I, so I'm not really a sports fan. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, who, one of those. You know who Michael Jordan is, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know yeah. who? Do you know who Magic Johnson is? Yep. So I'll just state it. Their, their styles are really different, and what they bring to the team is really different. Totally. And uh, and and so yeah. when we talk about individual velocity, we're sort of saying the individual is eh, he's more important to the team. We're going to keep. We want each individual to have high velocity, and we're going to measure mm -hmm. how many points. He scores. And uh, it turns out that if you were looking for your senior dev to score a lot of points, just leave him alone. He, shouldn't, he, he doesn't want to talk to anyone. He's going like, to code away right. and get it done. But really what you want is like a Magic Johnson. So, so in the early years, Jordan was all about that. In the early years, the Bulls didn't, they lost a lot of champion. They never won a championship. They kept getting beaten by the Detroit Pistons or the Lakers. And, and, and later on, Jordan changed. But in early Jordan years, that's what it was about. And Magic Johnson, he was passing the ball all over the place. He almost was never the yep. highest scoring player, but his assist numbers were huge. And so he, when you put a Magic yep. Johnson on your team, he's lifting the whole team up to a higher level. Yep. So. We want, we want your senior devs to be Magic Johnsons. And then Jordan eventually yep. moved into passing the ball to Pippen and passing the ball to, I forgot the fellow who's shooting the three-pointers. But anyways, yeah, he, he pa Paxton, that's right. He was passing the ball a lot more when they started getting, becoming successful. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's what you're looking for in your, in your leads is, uh, you know, is, is that kind of thing, right? I, it makes me think about like, uh, well, one, makes me think about, <laughs> about Ted Lasso. Right. And, uh, and the... And the Jamie Tart character, right? Uh, and learning to, you know, to actually pass and play as a as a team player. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Lasso's yeah. on Apple TV. It's highly I highly recommend it to anyone who wants to know what coaching is. <laughs> and yeah. that's that's coaching extreme. The the Ted La the, the the coach there is a football coach, and he ended up getting a job as a football coach, but in England. And in England, they yeah. really play soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great show. And now you have one left here called iteration packing. Like, what's going on there, Doc? Are we putting it in a suitcase and going? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so this is this is a little bit like the demand for high velocity, but it's it's uh, you're going to see it uh, manifested in a slightly different way, right? So so this is the um, hey. We, uh, you know, we've been averaging 15 points. We've decided what is our goal for this iteration. We've picked up the stories that will help us to achieve that goal, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out that if we just focus on these stories, we're a couple of point shorts of our average. So let's just go ahead and pick up some story or stories that are lesser important and maybe don't, and maybe don't reach our goal. But let's go ahead and drag those into this iteration too, because we need to make sure that every iteration is as full as possible so that we can be, you know, successful. Um, and you're just, you're diluting the focus of, of that iteration. You're changing the way that the team thinks about the work and what they're trying to accomplish. And it's usually not very helpful. So, you know, yeah, trying to cram everything you possibly can into each iteration, you know, it, it might look good on paper in terms of like, oh, we're burning faster, but it really doesn't tend to lead to good outcomes. Agile Thoughts wants your help. However you find our show, be it through iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation systems, go ahead and leave us a review. Click some stars, and that will help us grow the show. Thank you. There are goodies in the show notes for you, like links back to how to get into contact with Doc Norton, and you can pick up a link to his book, Escape Velocity. And as an added bonus, there is a link to a video where Doc Norton summarizes the teachings of Escape Velocity. Check it out. Where are the show notes? Open up your podcast player and it's right there in your app. If you didn't use a podcast player app to listen to this, go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3 and that website page will have the show notes there. The series started in episode 220. So if you're like my friend Webster the Widowmaker, go search for Lancer Agile Thoughts episode 220 and there you will find the start of this series. Next episode, more Doc Norton. I wonder, let's, can we talk a little bit about variable velocity? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so this in this section of the book, what we're talking about is all right. So let's just you know you got you got your velocity right, and it's all over the place for whatever reason. And and part of the point that I'm actually making here is that velocity just doesn't give us enough insight. But let's also start to look at causal factors, right? So what are things that might cause our velocity to be variable? And then what might we measure or what, what might we do about those things to help to kind of stabilize that velocity?